Hello, I'm Daniel Johnson and this is Best Thing. As you may know, each week our guests talk about the best things in their life, from TV and film to food to travel to music and something random of their choice. This week's guest is beyond a superstar. Yes, she is Chinchilla. Now Chinchilla has performed all over the world. She's even been on tour with Sting. She is a knockout performer with those vocals that can rival any star. And she's our guest today. We've also got Adam Harris keeping us all fact-checked. Bethia Beats bringing us some of the best in brand new music, expertly put together by the wonderful architect of this podcast, Professor Oli Giyu. Where would we be without him? Well, that's a jam-packed show, and I can't wait to get started. So, enjoy. Next up, Adam Harris's Fat Chicken and interview with Chinchilla. All right, guys, Adam, Fat Chicken, doing the fact check-in for you. Um, this is one I've heard people talk about loads. Celery. Does it burn more calories to eat than it actually gives you by eating it? We're going to find out at the end of the episode. Chinchilla, I am so excited to have you on my podcast. Thank you so much for doing it. Thanks for having me. I mean, I mean, it's funny because uh, you were my last guest on my radio show. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'd yeah. like to say you're my first guest on the podcast, but I, I don't think that's true. But you are a very important guest on the first series of the podcast. There you go. Did I, um, was I the last guest on your radio show? Because I just, after me, you were like, oh, God. There's no point. <laughs> well, oh, no, no, actually. God. No, actually, let's get into this. You're the last guest on my podcast for one reason, is that we got the dates wrong and you came travelling to me on one of the dates that you thought we were coming, oh, yeah, but it was the month true. before. <laughs> so we, we kind of squeezed you, <laughs> right? And, it, and But it was an amazing show. And actually, all the shows I've done, the only show I own is our show. I was never sent any other show, but I've show, sent really? our show. Which is, yeah. Aww. Which I loved. So I do listen back to it a couple of times. Just like, oh. So that's why I started this. Anyway, what have you been doing? What, I mean, I've seen some of your videos. You've been doing some dances. You've been doing some live performances, which, by the way, are breathtaking. <laughs> Thank you. I've been doing some... Uh... It's a funny old time, isn't it? I feel like every conversation about lockdown has to start with, we're in a weird, weird time. In it's the repeat, time. the repeat of the word weird. But... Yes. um. Yeah, no, it's 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 funny old time, and uh, I've been trying to sort of like, I released this EP called Awakening, a couple of, I have no idea how long it was ago. Oh, it was is... like three weeks, but maybe no, a bit longer than that, maybe like yeah. uh, five weeks ago, because you're supposed yeah. to be doing a little tour, weren't you, as well? Well, I was on tour. Yes. Um, with Missio, who are a band from the USA, Ooh. and they're amazing and lovely guys and it was honestly the best experience it was my first time on a tour bus so we were going around europe um and it was proper like tour with a tour bus and sleeping in those little coffin beds <laughs> and um wow yeah europe we did uh berlin and cologne and paris and we did a london show i think then that was when corona hit so then basically right. the, the tour got cancelled and we all had to come home, which was really sad. But, and um, no one wants that. That's like, like the worst thing when you're in the middle of like a tour, you know what yeah. you're doing, you've got ideas and the show's actually coming together nicely. Yeah. And then it stops. Yeah. It was like, it was so much fun. I think I've always heard 
people be like artists say like going on tour that's where the fun is that's that's the fun bit of being an artist like that's the best bit and I've always thought like how good can it really be you're doing shows every night you're tired you're not really going out you're just you're really tired it's great <laughs> it's so fun I thought I'd be really claustrophobic in the little bus bed you're living on a bus I get travel sick I thought it was going to be stressful, but it was so yeah, good. But you're getting paid to do what you love. That's yeah. the difference, I think, sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's what you've yeah. been dreaming about and having your music and playing to audiences that don't even know you and go crazy. I've seen some yeah. of the, um, the yeah. some of the, the people that you've retweeted and stuff of uh, loving your show. And when you yeah. performed the, uh, the, the awards in Estonia, like people are like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, yeah. We're going to go straight into it straight away. Um, food. How long have you, how long have you been vegan? Um, about two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And how have you? I mean, how have you found it? Just in like you know, just cooking at home and stuff for that. You just find alternatives. Yeah, I think so. When I um, went vegan, I I moved in with my uh, I moved out of home for the first time a couple of years ago, and I the people I moved in with. Uh, one girl was already vegan and the other girl and me were like should we just do it we've been wanting to do it for ages it'd be really easy if all of us are vegan because there'll be no like temptation in the house I think it's really difficult like if there's always cheddar around you're like I could just have a little bit of it and it wouldn't be a problem but um (laughs) sorry what was the question I mean, I'm just saying when, when it comes to being vegan like, and you're preparing food at home, I think you just said because you were living with people who were who yeah. were vegan, it was kind of easy and that temptation wasn't there that no one's cooking baking or chicken in the, in the you know, living room, in the living room, in the kitchen and just <laughs> and then bring it out into the living room to have food. And I think that these days it is a lot easier because I don't I don't eat meat, but I do eat fish. But I think it's a lot easier to not be around it because then you don't mm. miss it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think the hardest thing was like going home for Christmas and having like a cheese board. I'm sorry, that is not okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It, yeah, that was temptation. <laughs> that was like willpower at its <laughs> finest. Because they haven't got cheese right yet, have they? The vegan side, they haven't got the cheese just right. It's there. Yeah. It's really there. I always really say there. that if you're, if someone's thinking about becoming a vegan and their reason for not is that they love cheese too much, which is quite common, which was mm-hmm. mine. Um, I always say that there's two types of cheese lovers. And one type okay. is like like the finest brie from like the south of France. And You've like, changed your tone there as well. Like the, <laughs> yeah. finest the finest brie. brie. It's like m and commercial <laughs> tone. Um, and the other cheese lovers are like 4am, you're drunk, you get home and you eat a block of cheddar, you know? It's like, yeah. it's one or the other. I think there's not really an in-between. So, oh, I, I straddled the lines of both. Oh, do like, you? you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, my, my point is invalid. <laughs> and you might be okay or you may not. But um, oh, yeah, I always fine. think if you're a 4 a.m. cheese cheese in golfer, then then you'll be all right because you can just supplement it with other things that sort of yeah. do the job. But if you Some, enjoy the yeah. finer, the finer cheeses, then you probably won't find cheeses that. Yeah, I think yeah. you. I think you are definitely right. Okay, so you know, food is not really complicated because I think if you're a vegan, maybe 25, 30 years ago, I think it might be harder, but I think it's easier now. When it comes yeah. to food, what would you say is your go-to? What is the best thing when it comes to food for chinchilla? Oh, 
Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm obsessed with pasta. That's like, if I could eat anything for the rest of my life, that would be it. It's always, Love it always that. does the trick. I will never get bored of it. I could eat it every night. <laughs> I try and not, but I could. I mean, what is it about pasta? Have you had it? Have you been to Italy? Have you had some pasta in Italy? Yeah, but again, it's the, it's the 4am. <laughs> it's the 4am you get home and like, I don't know. I think I have some emotional connection to carbs. (laughs) (laughs) They're my boyfriend (laughs) and my girlfriend and my family. (laughs) I kind of like in that. That's good. Do you you, you like a good sauce, like a tomato sauce with it? What what do you have with your pasta? Pesto? Pesto from the jar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) None of this. I'm not not really a chef. Um, Yeah, pesto. Pesto and, and vegan cheese. Maybe some pine Perfect. nuts if I'm feeling Oh, you've gone posh now. Too yeah, far for me. I know. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to say <laughs> that chinchilla's best thing when it comes to food is pasta, mainly at 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, okay. correct. And uh, next up, we're going to be talking travel. Chinchilla travel uh, before we couldn't go on holiday um are you a fan of traveling around you've been on tour so i'm guessing a bit yeah um it's actually really weird being in london for so long i haven't been in london for this long for years like well <laughs> really full of myself years so many years i mean i can hear london in your background you're literally living on the main road aren't you right yeah now? yeah so excuse the um i love the, the sirens yeah. i feel like it's real it's real yeah, out there. It's actually just sound effects. <laughs> Have um, you got um? If we take you all the way back and um, right in your t- childhood, what, like, did you go on holiday with family or friends, or do you remember like? Because I only went to Cornwall. That's pretty much was my holiday, right. which I, by the way, yeah. loved. So, yeah. what about you? Yeah, we went on a few family holidays. Um, we stayed in Europe. I didn't leave Europe till I was about till I went to Thailand Ooh. with my best friend in my um, gap year. <laughs> we did like people go for like months and travel around and all our friends laughed at us because they were like you are not tra-. we were saying we were traveling they were like you're not traveling you're staying in like nice hotels you're getting massages like you're not traveling we were like with our wheelie suitcases like excuse me to all the to all the backpackers <laughs> <We're> like... <laughs> yeah so I, i've yeah i've been on like a nice amount of holidays i think i didn't i didn't travel too much when i was younger but um i do more now yeah i think the funny thing is um when it comes to traveling i i think that we get to an age that we just want to kind of explore other cultures have you kind of come across you know cultures you're like oh wow like uh, that you didn't expect or you did expect and that could be to do back with food to do with just what people like and and when i went to asia i went to vietnam and uh it I just felt like their culture was just so calming. It was beautiful. Mm, yeah. I think it's really interesting, isn't it, um, learning about different cultures. I always find I went to New York for the first time, America for the first time, um, a couple of years ago. And I think we always expect, being from the UK, I think we expect Americans to be quite similar to us because we speak the same language. But actually, we're so far apart in the world and we're in different continents and it's a completely different culture. So it's really interesting, I think, going to America 
and meeting people who are so so much more friendly <laughs> in a way not friendly but in in a way that they'll come up to you and and start a conversation and and you'll be like wait oh, well, sorry did i do something wrong what why <laughs> <laughs> why are you well you become unfriendly like why are you talking to me yeah. uh, you know what I mean you're like oh no I should be nice I'm in New York it's, it's one yeah, of those things yeah, yeah. where would you sort of say is your place that you like going to the most do you like going to the same places or are you kind of like a bit more free-spirited and like to visit all different destinations I think because of music I've weirdly like spent a lot a lot of time in in European cities like Estonia I love um, Thailand by the way Thailand's huh? awesome Tallinn is awesome. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Thailand. I was like, No, yeah, Thailand is awesome, but Tallinn <laughs> is the capital of Estonia. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? And I think it's really lucky through music that you go to places where you probably wouldn't have ever gone otherwise because you just didn't know about them because they're not like the mainstream holiday destinations or whatever. And um, Estonia is like one of my favorite places. I think it holds such a it's like a nostalgic personal love for it because I've done so much cool music stuff there and met so many nice people there. Oh, it's just, I feel like you can hear it in my voice. It's like in my I heart. Can. I love it. Yeah. I can. It is beautiful. Have you gone in the sea in Estonia? Because, no. Because in the Baltic, we went there in the summer and uh, you do it because you went through music, but I did it because I went with um, a lad's holiday. Um, but oh, wow. uh, in the sea, it's because so many lakes kind of filter into it. It is not very salty. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's very weird. And and you could walk out for quite a long time. It was really shallow until it kind of dropped down. But for ages. So if you get a chance, go in the sea in Thailand. <laughs> so is it quite, say. is it hard to swim? Is it harder to swim because you're, because it's less salty? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think, yeah, probably less buoyant. You know, yeah. Probably harder to float, I guess, in that one. Um, is there anywhere that you haven't been before we get to the best thing about travel for you? Is there anywhere that you haven't been that you're like, I want to go there? Yeah, there's tons. I think I'm actually, I don't have a, a huge like traveler's head. Like I think some oh. people really feel the need to like go and explore these places and they have like a list of places which they won't really want to go to. I'm not I don't really have that as much, but I just really like the places I end up going to or like yeah. I really like exploring places in that way. I've always wanted to go to Australia. I've never been there. I want to explore more of America. I'd love to go on like a road trip around America. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because um, we kind of take it for granted and especially what sort of happened, you know, this year you know we're like oh wait a minute we can't go to the places that we want to go to or like you said you mm -hmm. can't be on tour right now and visit these places it's it's one of those things that um i think we're gonna look back on and be like right and now you said i want to go to australia i reckon in five years time yeah. you will be in australia promoting your yeah. music of course and then south and then america and south america and those sort of places but what i'm getting from you is that the best thing when it comes to travel is gonna be estonia <laughs> yeah it's it's I think it's like there's certain places isn't it that that really like are like part of your heart that you've been and I think that's that will always be one of them because of and I'm excited to find out where the next places will be that are that I really um that catch you I really love yeah yeah yeah, yeah I like that too um so I'm gonna say Ginchilla's uh best thing when it comes to travel is Estonia you've definitely got to go uh, next up we're going to be talking tv and film TV and film. Chinchilla, I mean, uh, there's, there's a lot of time to watch TV and film right now. Um, what have you been watching? Um, what's your go-to at the moment? 
so many things i've been watching so many things um i am obsessed obsessed with the oc are you really the, at the moment but i've just started okay. watching it and i never really got into it before and i i'm like this is the best thing that was ever made anyway so loving that it's really a what, what's captured you with the oc why why now and what what's got you hooked i don't know i think um it's heavy enough and it's also like comic relief i don't know i'm it might just be a phase i have a lot of like i've been watching so many things actually i watched a really good i'm just gonna swerve the conversation because i watched go on do it which hasn't it's a series going on at the moment have you seen i may destroy you no isn't it on bbc yeah it's got michaela cole as the leading girl. i've got it downloaded is it worth it it's so worth it it's so good i'm gonna do that I, uh, yeah it makes you like laugh cry do you know what's really cool they um in a lot of tv and film i think they when people take drugs in them they really yeah. they sort of dim it down and they make it like they're really attractive whatever when they're on certain drugs and i think in this they don't shy away from it at all. Like they are fully, I, don't, I think it's great because it doesn't glamorize it, but it also is so real. Oh, it's, it's just like great. The realism of, of doing it. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, if we uh, sort of go back and sort of talk about, you know, your childhood, what were your go-to films? What did you watch on repeat? Bugsy Malone. Oh, really? Yeah. That was like my what whole childhood. Do I don't know why. Yeah. Um, that and it was Grace. awesome. That's why. Huh? Oh, really? Yeah. You're so poppy. I love that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's why I am who I am today. <laughs> we used to actually print out, me and my friend in primary school used to print out the full scripts of Bugsy Malone and, and Grease and other things and like perform them in the playground, but not perform. Like, we used to like rehearse them. I don't know what I don't I remembered that the other day and was like, that is such an odd thing. Imagine it's teachers. Imagine teachers walking past us like, okay, everyone else is playing like it and sticky toffee pudding. And we're like, my name is <laughs> everybody. <laughs> that sounds grand slam. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's funny when it comes to the um, TV programs. I was, I was highly influenced myself by sort of Disney films and stuff like that. And I think I watched them on repeat. And then I watched my sort of niece do that as well. My nephew kind of do that. And then I guess those films sort of grab you. And when things like Grease and Bugsy Malone and those sort of, um, you know, sing, feel good kind of uh, films come out, I think that you do watch it on repeat because I think it's good to know all the yeah. lyrics and know what they're saying character-wise. Yeah. Um, are you a big film buff? Do you, are you, do you have a genre of film that you like to watch? Oh, I'm quite wide uh, in taste of films. I feel like it very much depends on the night. Like, at the moment, I think, because it's lockdown, I'm, like, panicking when my housemate is like, we could watch this, like, The Princess Diaries. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I can't watch something I've seen before because otherwise I'm just, my life, I'm just wasting my life. It's just another day and I'm just, like taking up the time with films that I've seen before I feel like I need to be learning something at least if I'm like watching a film so I'm trying to so, so I watch the OC <laughs> no so but I've been you've got a high class there I feel like that highbrow but I've been watching yeah I think I think like sort of educational films that actually like move you in a certain way or teach you something about a new a culture that you need to know more about or you know things like that I'm I'm really into but yeah. I mean it's super important and I think that the 
right now we're not being able to go to the cinema so I am catching up on some of those old films that I didn't catch up on or yeah. or some of the ones I missed at the cinema I watched um Hereditary uh which is on uh, Netflix and uh, with Tony Collette and it's kind of this kind of very it's it's kind of weirdly not a horror but people would kind of deem it as a horror it's right. a must watch I don't know if you're a fan of horrors can, can you um, take a horror do you have bad nightmares <laughs> I mean, my favorite program is the OC, so okay. <laughs> that might tell you something. No, I'm yeah, I'm awful with horrors, but I but I also love them. It's yeah, like I think we're all the same to hide behind the sofa and yeah. be like, uh-huh. um, I'm going to ask you the question, and uh, there's no wrong answer to this. Um, are you a Friends fan? Do you like Friends? Oh, yes. And there is a wrong answer to that. <laughs> and that answer is no. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, Daniel. Are you? Uh, of course. I mean, it's Thank it's God. one of those programs that is on my house, uh, uh, like on the TV all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's just good for the background. I still laugh at the same jokes that I've known for ages. It's really, I don't know why. And why did Friends kind of catch you? What do you reckon why Friends is still relevant right now? I don't know, but it's the only, pretty much only TV show, which makes me cackle out loud, like cackle. And it's multiple times in an episode you know, like my friends watch it, my two housemates um, watch it with me and are like, this really, you really love this, don't you? I'm like, yeah, you don't. this is my, this is what like, this is the thread that sewed my humor, like in me. <laughs> it's, I, I, it becomes your own language, doesn't it? Like an yeah. inside joke. Yeah. Um, character wise, what, who's your closest character to yourself, would you say? You can have a merge of two of them, by the way, you can merge two. I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. I'm definitely Monica, but with the edges of Ross. (laughs) Okay, well, they're siblings, so you could be like the third sibling. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind being a geller. That's fine. I don't (laughs) mind that. (laughs) I think I'm maybe... I don't want to guess for you. Maybe I'm I'm Joey. I don't know. I think you may be a bit Joey. And a bit of Rachel. And a little bit of Rachel because he's yeah. glamorous as well. But also, <laughs> you you like pasta, and I think he likes pasta as well. Yeah. And he's Italian, so yeah. like you know, yeah. like the Italian food. Um, okay, we're gonna say for chinchilla. I'm, I'm guessing on this one when it comes to TV and film, when it's the best thing for chinchilla. Right now, I'm gonna go with the OC. Yeah, right now. But I also just need a couple of mentions. Go Burlesque, on. as in the film. Yeah. Cher. Yeah. And Christina Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought you were just talking about dancing. I was just like, Let's that's a different conversation. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> no, burlesque, amazing, yep. and um, step up. <laughs> oh, old school. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, Chinchilla's best thing when it comes to TV and film is the OC, um, step up. And what was the other one? Burlesque. Burlesque. See, I forgot that. Yeah. I haven't seen that either. And, uh, I have to watch it. I'll get it on my vibes. list. There's so many, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. She just likes TV and film. That's why. Um, next up, <laughs> and I cannot wait for you to talk about this. We're going to be talking. What is the best thing to do with music with Chinchilla? Ooh. So there's a late night text. Believe me when I say I just wanted to put it all to bed. <laughs> 
Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the very talented Tara Flanagan. Her sound will be described as punchy potent pop supported by emotive lyrics. And for me, it's just the tone of her voice. She just has the most incredible tone. She's had some amazing career highlights so far, such as performing at the BBC Introducing Live Lounge and supporting Rebecca Ferguson. And she's very recently released her latest single called Emotions. Here's a snippet of it playing in the background. To listen to the full song, it will be played at the end of the podcast, along with all the details of Tara's social media and where to find the song, and that will all be linked below. Thank you very much, and see you next time. The way we're talking like we used to But I know I just gotta get a hold of my emotions Chinchilla, music, come on, this yeah. is your this is your life, isn't it? No, I mean, not the TV programme, obviously, actually, music is this is your life. Um, when did you first get into music? What, what, can you remember, like, what was one of the first songs you remember hearing or you bought? You know what? I have an answer for this. I I always um the other day, like a few days ago. This is one of those moments where you're like, "This is so weird." Because of... I'm gonna shut up. Right. <laughs> I found. I remembered the first CD I bought, and I Uh-oh. somehow and I remembered like a part of one of the song names on it. And then, anyway, I found it. I found the CD, and it was called Glamour Hits, okay. and it was um <laughs> and. <laughs> Of course it was. <laughs> no, it was cool though. It was really good. I, okay. I re-listened to some of the songs and I was like, yeah, these are good, man. This is why. It can had, you can like... you remember any of the songs? What were on there? So what is it about men? Yeah. By Emmy Winehouse was on there. Mm-hmm. That was the that. one that I knew was on there because I was like, mm-hmm. I remember learning that. And then there was a song by Skin from Skunk and Nancy. <laughs> I was listening to Skunk and Nancy but today because she was she's done a song with Bastille and Rag and Bone Man. What? I'll send it to you. It's that's like a so remix cool. sort of thing. But yeah, I heard like I heard her voice. I was like, wait a minute, that's skin. I can definitely yeah. tell her voice. But yeah, she's awesome. So yeah, so it had skin on, it had um Winehouse on. Who else? So I the rest of them I, I didn't really I was... No, you just listened to those ones, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I remember just repeating. But um also another one of my first CDs was Atomic Kitten. Which uh, was it a single or was it an album? So I, I don't know, but I know that the Tide is High was on it. Okay, cool. That's probably their album. Was making dance routines to it. I had like me and my sister. My sister did one to the Cheeky Girls, and I did one to Atomic Kitten, and we were like performing them to my grandparents. <laughs> they had a number one hole again. That was a number one. I think actually they had a couple. Yeah. I think they did. Yeah. They did right. Tide of High. Tide is High might have been number one, number five. Um. So uh, when. Do you remember the music that your parents listened to? Did that influence the sort of music that you're into now? I well, it must have. It must have. My mum, <laughs> she. Sorry, this is like a personal joke between us. Go on, do it. Do she it. Says that in every interview, I like <laughs> throw her under the bus by making <laughs> her sound like one of those like tracksuit juicy couture mums who listens to. So she. I remember her always listening to Elvis Presley, <laughs> Robbie Williams. Nice, <laughs> and that was like her two, her two people. She did listen to other people, but and yet again, you still threw your mum under the bus again. <laughs> yeah, so well, another interview, that, another mum growing. Was... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's important that that happens. Um, but also like Tracy Chapman and nice. Blur. Okay, yeah, that's an eclectic mix of music. I yeah, feel. um, and then my dad always had a big taste in music as well. Like, um, 
a big one for him is Fiona Apple. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah, she's cool. And St. Vincent, um, which is not when I was growing up, but that's more recently. It's funny because I think from being a child, we have it in us like it is you know the main thing that we kind of go to and we learn all these words and it's a week we don't have the best music taste and then we grow up and then we get older and then we're still nostalgic about our old music but what are you listening to now that you think like you might be nostalgic about later on i'm like permanently listening to beyonce all the time i thought this may come up yeah. i've written it down like there might be one of i your need choices. to <laughs> I need to chill on bringing it up all the time in interviews. But uh, what am I meant to do, Daniel? She's, she slays it, like literally. Even yeah. me saying slay, it's, it's weird, but she is the queen. <laughs> she she's is. the queen, um, the king, the master. She's all of it. Yeah. But there's, I think there's been some like, um, I think there'll be some albums that really remind me of lockdown, which I've oh. been like repeating um, throughout lockdown, like on runs and on. That, well that's it <laughs> i've seen you've been going out for runs as well i saw on instagram that you were doing a couple of runs as well yeah. how's that been going how's the running going well you'll also see on instagram that i stopped <laughs> <laughs> um no actually i i had a leg injury um, is it have you, is it still there you still got one is this, is it like is, you made it feel like it's not there anymore no i well it's going it's going but okay, I it's going fell out of a window <laughs> <laughs> you fell out of a window yeah what and uh it was a it was quite a short window it wasn't actually as bad as it sounds but it was very painful and um my leg was just screwed up for ages so i, I stopped running and we'll, um, we'll, we'll get better with your leg it's fine <laughs> bless you. i feel bad now talking about running and stuff you're like no i can't run anymore i've actually really hurt yeah. my leg Thanks. um so <laughs> you and music you have such a way when I've seen you live first time I ever met you I saw your live show mm. um and and then you got cut off right at the end before your main song yeah. um but <laughs> I mean what is your how do you identify when it comes to your music and, and and genre and stuff like that I think that you're everything you know and also your own genre how would you describe yourself I think like attitude pop that's nice. sort of what I that's what I'd go for solely <laughs> it gets bigger as as my brain like moves <laughs> i'm writing this all down one second beauty feministy like empowering pop <laughs> no i think and it um, is yeah i feel like it's a lot about like the messages for me it's lyrics have always been a big um thing for me so i think yeah it's, it's kind of difficult to put yourself in a genre isn't it when you're just you yeah yeah, yeah, and that's why I said, like, I think that you're actually carving out your own genre of what you, what you do. And what I like even more, and you sort of told me when I met you, and you were just so lovely, and you didn't know me, and you, you I was just friends with someone else you knew, and you were so sweet, and you came over, and uh, we were talking about your music, and I was with a friend of mine, and he loves you, and he plays your stuff all the time, but you do, like, some of your own arrangements, or all your own arrangements as well, you know, I yeah, guess I when you work with producers, they sometimes don't get not you but just artists and you're like let's find out who I am. and the best way of doing that is creating it yourself yeah I think I don't know if it's a me problem maybe it is but I think I sometimes struggle to like completely let go in a songwriting session that it's called being an artist babes That's yeah what I'm gonna say. exactly and there's <laughs> things that like that I would write into songs that like this EP I've just released is all about mm -hmm. sex yeah. Pretty much. Well, I say that, but there's, there's actually like three three songs on it all about sex. But um, which very... ones are those? I'm joking. It's <laughs> obvious. You just have a listen. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't have written that. 
I wouldn't have written those songs, I think, so freely if I was writing them with someone because I would have held back a bit and been like, oh, do you think um let's do you think hold chorus <laughs> maybe just on the cheek <laughs> like, i can just imagine i don't know i can just imagine you, like, you don't mind a swear like, word in the song i think yeah <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? that's, that, that, that's good i like that um <laughs> we'll we'll go back to it and we'll, we'll talk about your music as, uh, right at the end as well but um i guess for you and like you might say oh it's cliche and stuff like that but i don't think it is because i think that you may not be as empowered not by music but by someone being so strong as the artist you have mentioned and i think for you when it comes to best thing about music i guess you for you i guess it's freedom because i think it gives you utter mm -hmm. freedom would you say the same thing yeah yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> great answer there no, just yeah uh... but that's what i'm saying with the with the artist that you mentioned watch what which is Beyonce yeah. I think that she's just free and you've seen her grow yeah and that's the same you know, with you I think oh thank you that's really that's nice true. um <laughs> I think when Lemonade came out it honestly was like so it was so weird it was like three minutes three minutes after I got dumped <laughs> right Okay. And it dropped as a surprise three minutes afterwards. And I was like, right. She was waiting. She knew. This is something else. Like, and that album was incredible, like, in how it, how it, like, resonated with me. And I think that, like, was a bit of a turning point in music for me. I was like, okay, this is, like, I don't know. You know when something really, like, is you sort of don't know it at the time, but it restarts the next chapter of your life, kind of. And that's, like, the soundtrack of my, like, independent <laughs> I'm like so obsessed with Beyonce, but it was like the soundtrack of like my independence, my my solo independence, my like morale, and like learning learning more about myself as an individual. Whether that be I like, think, I think it's like you can just say it was it, it was the beginning of you. It was it was you know yeah. what I mean? Like you were just saying, right yeah. now I'm just me. I don't have to be identified with anyone else being my behalf or being my friends or family. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna identify as myself, and I think it's yeah. really strong. The same yeah. as Beyonce. Can I say chinchillas when it comes to uh best thing about music is I'm going to say a lemonade probably with a caveat Beyonce because I think yeah. those two together was a good time in your life when that yeah, came out. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And 100%. also like Lizzo and... and um, oh, yeah. I, I always forget to mention other people. But we'll, we'll keep on just putting on caveats for uh, for chinchillas things that <laughs> just adds more. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we've got Lemonade, Beyonce, Lizzo, and many, many, many others yeah. when it comes to music. Too many yeah. to, to mention. Yeah. Um, next up, we're going to be talking something random. Chinchilla, something random. Uh, okay, I don't know what you're going to say. I have no idea. But what is your best thing? That is something random. <laughs> I could say anything right now. <laughs> anything you want. <laughs> the power is mine. It no, is completely. Uh, boxing. Boxing. That's what I'm gonna hit you with. Hey, excuse the I, pun. Oh, I a little pun there as well. <laughs> boxing. Why is this your wrestling? What? What? I never knew this. Are you into boxing? No. No. Well, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. We all know now about the leg injury that I yes. explained. Yes. So the leg I. Injury. We, me and my housemate, were watching Miss Congeniality, another another banger of a film, a classic. Um, yeah, and we were like, "Oh, this is what we need!" Like, we were thinking, like, we need something more for this for this living room because it's like a 
pile of stuff. We were like, we just need something to make it better. And then we were watching it and she starts boxing in it. We were like, let's just buy a punch bag. It's lockdown. Like we can't really, I was like, I can't run anymore. Like I was getting a bit depressed. So I was just in bed all day. Well, not in bed all day, but I was like, just chilling on walks or run or stand up as advised by the doctor. So I was like, what can I do? Like I need something to get anger out. So we bought a punch bag and we, yeah, I've been boxing a little bit. So I've only done it a couple of times, but it's a great removal of aggression. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I'm going to applaud you. Just a little applaud there because uh, <laughs> that is probably the most random of uh, best things that we've had so far. And, is it? But I like it. Yeah, because, well, it is a little bit, but I, I kind of like it because it's of the time um you you watched um a wonderful film miss congeniality and yeah. you're just like i can't do something and instead of just laying on your laurels and not doing anything and just going i'm not gonna do anything you decided to take charge to get fit and to do boxing i mean yeah. would it ever lead you into one becoming a boxer are we gonna see chinchilla the boxer well i kind of think it's quite fitting <laughs> i'm like this is pretty good for my personality actually my uh <laughs> my sister's been doing it for a while and she came around and and um taught me some like showed mm. me the ropes yeah and, oh, uh, also the ropes is in boxing can you do skipping? yeah oh yeah. i can't no i can't skip. <laughs> well right now you can't you've got a bad leg be careful with your leg <laughs> but soon maybe so your sister was kind of giving you like kind of one, two movements, like combination stuff. Yeah. So she came around and was like, okay, so you want to, you want to stand side on to the, to the back so that your opponent, doing it can't, it's less surface area for them to hit. So she was, <sighs> she was teaching me in the way of like combat. <laughs> I was like laughing a bit. Cause I was like, I really didn't, this wasn't really what I had in mind, but it's amazing. It's cool. Like, and you know what, actually I wanted to tie this in. I think with body positivity and stuff, with like feeling um, with self-esteem and fat shaming and all this stuff, I think it's quite hard to find sometimes an exercise that, for me anyway, that um, sort of like takes you out of your own head and you're just exercising for fitness and for like mental health and stuff and not having in the back of your mind that like, Oh, it's for it's for my body. It's for like whoever. It's for it's because of society tells me I need to look a certain way. It's because I'm striving to be this certain shape that I'm not at the moment. And I think boxing is one of the first things I've found that I don't have that in my head at all because I'm. It's just aggression. So even if that comes into your head, you hit it out, and it's you just feel great. And I think it's like a, I don't know. I just think that's a really nice side of it that there isn't. That, you, that you're not thinking in your head like oh i need to be skinny you're just hitting a bag and it's so like yeah and i think that i think that's great <laughs> and like i said i think i think what's really nice is that you found something you're like i can get my energy out of it i think what you're doing is you're looking after your mental health because that's goes hand in hand also to tie this all up together mm. maybe link to bugsy malone if you want to be yeah. a boxer <laughs> it's on my boxing playlist <laughs> Like, not joking. <laughs> Is it <laughs> really? Yeah. And then I sample Are you going to sample? Are you going to sample it for your new song? I feel like you should have a little bit of a. I think it yeah. would work. <laughs> yeah. It would be so cool, actually. That'd be great. Okay, if it was so- sampled. I'm going to say Chinchilla is the best thing, which is something random. 
is boxing. Yeah. 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 At the moment. Yeah. Yeah, at the moment, until it changes to, I know, kite surfing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next? So when everything goes back to, I'm going to do quote, normal, uh, what's yeah. happening next for you? Well, uh, at the moment, yeah, it's, it's weird because I've just released my EP. So I'm sort of like still promoting that, but I'm also writing a lot. I think this this time has allowed me to like write some weird songs. <laughs> enjoy i can't um, wait i'm gonna be enjoying those i tell you yeah i think like it's me myself and i i'm not allowed to go on runs i can't walk <laughs> like i'm boxing you are boxing <laughs> and i'm just the only other thing i'm doing really is like writing songs so i'm um so i'm writing a lot of like fun songs which uh, i'm excited to release sort of planning the next the next singles and and what to do next and what will follow up the ep i know i've got some trips coming up but who knows if they'll go ahead or be cancelled but yeah so, so there's a lot there's a lot going on i'm keeping busy i mean i have to say uh and not fangirling here at all you are incredible <laughs> and i can't wait to see how um how bright you're gonna shine uh, even brighter than you are already but just what you're creating now is such a great thing and do you know how many people are going to be looking up to you like you look up to beyonce is going to be oh, incredible oh, it's true. Sorry, sorry. Uh, where can people find you if they want to uh find your music and and uh, find you on social media what are your handles uh instagram is chinchilla underscore music and then facebook and twitter are chinchilla music and you can so, get yourself on uh, on spotify and apple music and everything like that to get oh music. yeah Yes. Yeah, you've got to promote that as well. Chintilla on Spotify, Apple Music, everything. You're just trying to get follows. That's what you're going yeah, for. Yeah, sorry. Though, just, just Instagram <laughs> follows. Not... <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think to promote the actual place you can hear my music. Yeah, go on Spotify. That's the best one. Spotify. Yeah, and YouTube, you... YouTube, yeah. you can see my face. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 you look delightful. Thank you so much, Chinchilla. You're mm. a star as always. Good luck with everything you're doing and good luck with the new music that you're uh, going to be bringing out and with the EP, which is banging. We've actually got <laughs> you on Bethnia Beats. Um, so people would have already heard you use the song No No as well, which is so good. So congratulations with all that. Thank you, Dan. You too. Thank you very much. Oh, well, stop it. It's time for those thank yous. Just want to say thank you so much to our guest today, Chin Chiller. Absolute awesome guest. Also to Adam Harris, keeping us all fact-checked. And Bethia Beats, bringing us some brand new music bangers. We couldn't do it without him. Yes, Professor Ollie, making sure we're all lovely edited and put together. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And the imagery for this podcast was by JMD. Music in the background was written by me, Tom Baxter and Jimmy Lundy. Bethia Beats track this week is Tara Flanagan and this is Emotions. See you next time. So there's a late night text. Believe me when I say I just wanted to put it all to bed. But now I can't get to sleep. My eyes are open, why are they fighting against me? How can I be tripping when I'm laying still? Over words that I thought I could never feel again But I guess that just happens And I know I got way too much emotion I'm scared to leave my wounds wide open Still you're talking and I'm watching Knowing that I should just go There's something that I like about it though The way we're talking like we used to 
but I know I just gotta get a hold of my emotions And I've been doing fine But sometimes all it takes is one too many glasses of wine To make myself forget And then remember everything that we both left Am I just gripping onto any kind of soul? I didn't even know that I felt so alone But I guess that just happens And I know I got way too much emotion I'm scared to leave my wounds wide open Still you're talking And I'm watching knowing that I should just go There's something that I about it though the way we're talking like we used to but i know i just gotta get a hold of my emotions every now and then it gets hard you're playing with my emotions if only i could turn To leave my wounds wide open Still you're talking And I'm watching Knowing that I should just go There's something that I like about it though The way we're talking like we used to But I know I just gotta get a hold of my emotions Emotions guys adam fat chicken very well done for sitting through 45 minutes of daniel johnson's podcast proud of you all it's really not easy we were going to find out whether celery burns more calories than it gives you very common sort of fact people drop on you and it looks like it's true actually as well as green beans broccoli garlic tomatoes things that all actually put you into negative calories so I mean, I don't know if that means there's no calories in them or you just there's no space in your mouth for cake when you're eating it. But um, either way, that's pretty good news. Get on the celery, guys. See you next time. <laughs>